At this year's Invasion Day, 2024, up the front of the podium were the letters Land Back. They were made out of paper mache blocks and painted in the Aboriginal colours, black, red and yellow. The speakers at the rally today urged that we show solidarity to the Palestinian people. And they also drew the parallel between the genocide in Australia and the genocide that is currently happening in Gaza. One of the speakers at the rally was Professor Chelsea Watergo, and she had a variety of things to say, mainly focusing on the referendum, which recently returned a no vote against an advisory body to the parliament. An Aboriginal advisory body was rejected. Chelsea Watergo herself argued for a no vote. And so let's go now and hear her explanation of that contradiction. As the late Chris Phillips said, my people, my people, I want to acknowledge the unceded sovereignty of the Turrbal and Yagara people. As a, as a visitor to this place, we feel the power of the spirit here. We are all strengthened by it. That's why we're known as the Brisbane Blacks. That's why they know who we are. I also want to acknowledge the unceded sovereignty of the Palestinian people. I want to acknowledge your grief. I want to acknowledge your pain. But I also want to acknowledge your joy, your beauty and your power. Standing up today, every day, everywhere. Just know, despite what Langton, what Paris, what Mundine, what the Australian would have you believe, we stand with you. Every year we have stood here and said no pride in genocide. And when we say no pride in genocide, we mean here and everywhere, from West Papua to Palestine. Now, I want to speak to you blackfellas who may have vested your hopes in that voice. The Prime Minister Albanese said on October 14th, the Australian people have spoken. You know what they said? We don't deserve shit, not even an advisory body. We've got to listen to that. And here in the state of Queensland, the voice and the violence was particularly loud. This place had the highest no vote in the country. But we know we weren't surprised by that result. Our people have lived under the act. We trace our family trees by the violence of that legislation. We know the violence of this place and we'll speak the truth of it today and every day. And the truth is, the evidence base says, here in the state of Queensland, we are the only state that is increasing the rates of Indigenous child incarceration. Where else but Queensland, hey? So fuck their voice, fuck hope. We're going to turn up each and every day. We're going to take the pain and the power of this very moment and we're going to turn up and fight everywhere and anywhere. And just know they will ridicule you, they will demonise you, they will belittle you. But remember today, in those fights, we are all standing with you. Thank you. The slogan Land Back came from a joint project by Aboriginal and Palestinian people here in Brisbane. That project produced events such as what happened at Jagaraw Hall last year when Aboriginal journalist Amy Maguire and Palestinian journalist Ramsey Baroud, together with Professor Chelsea Watergo, they joined in a discussion with um, under the chair of uh, a Dr. Jamal Nablusi, who was a Palestinian man. They, they had a discussion about what that solidarity between Aboriginal and Palestinian people 
is. So let's have a listen now to Amy McGuire, who, who spoke just behind those paper mache letters displaying the Aboriginal colours, spelling out land back. I'd like to welcome to the stage Mananjali and South Sea Islander, Darumbal and South Sea Islander journalist, Dr Amy McGuire. Thank you. Um, thank you, Cheryl. First of all, I'd like to acknowledge the continuing sovereignty of the land I'm speaking from today. The Yagara people, I'd like to acknowledge the sovereignty of all First Nations people all across the country. Today is a day that Australia wants us to forget. They want to force an amnesia onto us so they can celebrate carefree, so they don't have to think about the bloody origins of what happened in this place that we're standing from today. I from, come from Rockhampton, Durumbal country in central Queensland, which was a killing field on the frontier. They want us to forget that because the remnants of colonialism are still here. Settler colonialism does not end, it transforms and attempts to make itself invisible. We see settler colonialism in the jails, in the child jails. Queensland locks up more Aboriginal children anywhere than anywhere else in the country. We see it in the violence inflicted upon our women. The police are here to criminalise our women, but when they die by violence, they are suddenly absent and Aboriginal women are disappeared again. They want us to forget because they don't want to acknowledge every person here today who stands not for forgetting but for remembering, who stands as a force of resistance. And they don't want us to connect the dots to what is currently happening over in Palestine. This invasion day here is our Nakba. 75 years ago, Palestinians, indigenous peoples to that area, were forcibly displaced, murdered and massacred. And they want us to forget that. They want us to wash that away. They want to paint Palestinian resistance as violence. Back there 75 years ago, Palestinians did not just lie down and give their land away. They resisted as well, and they have resisted for 75 years. And that is what we are seeing in Gaza today. They want us to forget that. They don't want us to draw the links to Nakba, to Gaza to Yagara country right here, to Gadigal country, to country all across. They don't want us to think about that. But that is why we are standing here strong and proud as Indigenous peoples. We remember the resistance. We remember our resistance warriors, Dandali, Yagan, Pemawoy, Barangaroo. They don't want us to remember that. But here today, we remember that. And we remember the fighters of the Palestinian resistance. We say down with the Australian racist settler colonialism regime. We say down with the Israel Zionist regime. You do not want to be on the wrong side of history. You don't want to stand with a, with a regime that is currently massacring innocent children in their tens of thousands who are disappearing them under the rubble, who are killing the proud women who are the bringers of life in Palestine, who are killing the men who are there grabbing the body, rescuing the bodies from the rubble, who are there in the hospitals, who are not leaving. They want us to forget and they want us to, they want us to think that these people are the enemy. They're not the enemy. What Palestine has shown us is that there is a collective indigenous resistance and we are not free until all of us are free. We are not free until we are free here. We are not free until the Palestinians are free and they will return. They will return to their homelands. We were not free until the indigenous West Papuans are free. We are not free until the Kanaki of New Caledonia are free. We are not free until the native populations of Turtle Island are free. We are not free until all of the indigenous peoples in the world are free. That is what we remember here today. That is what we march for. And we will say we will never forget, we will honour the resistance.
Again, from the river to the sea, always was, always will be. Always was, always will be. Brisbane blacks retain a strong connection to country. And here is one speaker who explained the tribal lands upon which Brisbane sits. My name is Wigeting. I'd first like to start off with paying respects where we are. The clan country where we are, in fact, is Mianjin. I'd like to pay respects to Chuchina Mipacha. Milpacha is his name, and he is our Chuchina here in this part of the clan country. The clan country goes on its way down to the botanical gardens here and travels down towards where you call the valley there and up towards the other side of Roman Street Parklands there and connects up here to the river. This is actually the section here that we call Mianjin, to say as all know. It's not all of Brisbane. Okay? Just want to share that with you. I'm also a member, I'm a Jagarabal man as well. This is Jagara country here and um, Turabal is another clan. Turable is another clan over towards the area they call Kapara over that way. And over that way, the Turable Chuchina over there, our spiritual elder there, is Chuchina Gilbang. Okay? I just want to get you and show up to get you back on track with knowing where the real tribal way of things, doing things. It's to be respectful to the spiritual elders of the place. The spiritual elder of all of us, Haumia in Jagara country, is Galongo Gupong. Galongo Gupong is his name. He's a green tree frogman. He looks after all of us out here in Jagara country. I come along here today to give you a talk. I'll be holding up some cards. I just want to say to you all that I won't be swearing. Okay? I'm using the English dialection that we use. Okay? I come along to talk about the things that have come from afar. The things that have come from far away over the sea and brought to us here. We're talking about systems like the kingdom. The far kingdom. You understand? The far king dumb. Right? It wasn't just a lot of dumb kings. There were plenty of dumb queens as well. They kept up with stinking ways, like the feudalism ways of doing things. There's been plenty of times, right, that we've had to deny our way and our proper way of doing things, and that's circular energy. That's why I stand up here with these circular two cards. So I just wanted to let everyone know that, yeah, that system, that system there is fucking dumb, right? I stand up here as a black man, a brown-skinned black man, right? And to tell everyone that we are the real, true owners of that word sovereignty, and the word sovereignty in our language here, because sovereignty is the same language. It's the same law. There is only one law for all of us homie on this globe, right? And the word that we use is Yerndanaliki. That's a local word that we use for law, right? Any other way is fucking dumb. Sovereignty is not fucking dumb, right? We belong to it. That fucking dumb system that we talk about, right? I call that one there because we really are the Commonwealth government. We are. We're common. We have the wealth. We have the tribal knowledge for our elders, for our tribal elders, right? We are the proper ones to govern this country. Yes, we are meant. You understand? We are the Commonwealth government. I've been calling them the not common, not, not wealth, 
government system department because the last one important because they meant it the part see i talk about this one here i think about how hard it is now and they forget about our way of life and the health and the cleverings that we can bring to everyone the law of this country does not just provide for one in fact it does not just provide for human beings it's for everyone so at least they far get the fuck it you understand one of the elders of the Brisbane Blacks is Lionel Fogarty, and he has a very strong message that is reflected in the radical nature of the Brisbane Blacks and their origins. We go back to the times of the Commonwealth Games, and before that, the campaigns against the Axe, and before that, the campaigns against apartheid in South Africa. And there are names such as Pastor Don Brady, Sam Watson, Sam Watson Sr., um, Lionel Fogarty, of course, and Gary Foley. And they all had a very strong position on Palestine. So it is no surprise that this year's Invasion Day rally, in it blossomed kafirs, Palestinian flags, the watermelons in the actual Palestinian colours, and speakers from Palestine, Samir Elagata and Rima Najij. So let's go and have a listen to what Lionel has to say. Uh, yo, um, my name's Lionel Fogarty, but I'm belong to Malanjali Yagara clan. And um, actually, this is my people's country all over this way as well. Um, basically, uh, it's good to see a lot of young people here today. Same like we've seen a lot of young people last year. Right, I think that unity and solidarity is very strong uh, for us today to have because the Constitution, as you all know, is still a racist Constitution that does not uphold any justice or any democracy or democratical democracy, not even for the citizens of, of Australia themselves, right? Today what we have is war crimes, right? Really bad war crimes are what's happening in Palestine at the moment, right? Every fucking day in Palestine, there's a war crime there. Every day in Aboriginal Australia, there's a war crime. This government is criminal, right? And we know it through their bureaucratics over the years to the structural bureaucratic workers that work in there. They always try to soothe it out with entertainment, with musicians, and with nice lyrical words that come from apologetic speakers over the years where you step up the steps and there's no chapter, there's no chapel, there's nothing there for our people. Our people have been used, used for negativity of politicians, Westminster system, a kind of uneducated upbringing to the people of Australia is still happening with ignorance and intolerance. Our languages are not being taught compulsory in schools. It's just being wounded with armbands here and there, being uh, uh, wrapped up with bandages here and there. A lot of our cultural heritage has been squashed, has been 
destroyed our heritage. We can't even get a bloody job. Lionel Fogarty spoke there about the young people and one of the organisers of the rally who was active both in the Black Solidarity and the Palestinian campaigns is Sam Watson's grandson, Sam Wybra Watson. And here he is being interviewed before the rally by Andy Payne from the Paradigm Shift at 4 Triple Z. Let's hear what Sam has to say. I'm Sam Watson. I'm a Wanjirabara and Birigaba activist. I'm a socialist. Um, I am one of the organisers for Invasion Day. Um, and I organise across a range of things in Brisbane. Uh, solidarity with uh, Palestinians, uh, with um, climate movements, anti-fascist movements. Um, you know, if there's if there's uh, a movement that is uh, anti-capitalist and anti-colonial. Um, you know, I want to be there supporting it in whatever way I can. Yeah, oh, there's a lot to unpack there. I guess, um, well, let's start off with, I mean, capitalism is an economic system. How do you think it, it relates to this issue of um, racial oppression? The way that the capitalism uh, operates is that it oppresses and exploits the majority of the population. Now, when a small minority does that, they need to divide that larger portion into smaller groups who fight and blame each other for their problems. Um, and that's exactly, you know, what happens with Aboriginal people. Uh, you know, uh, the modern context is that Aboriginal people are blamed for, um, you know, the, the state of the economy or for, you know, the cultural contradictions that exist um, or, you know, for, for there not being enough to go around in education and health and social services you know you commonly hear that aboriginal people um get free houses and free cars and free uni and you know i say as an aboriginal person i don't think i've ever gotten any of those things for free um but you know i've definitely been blamed uh by racists for you know taking more than they they are allowed to get um you know it it it, it pits everyone against each other, um, and that's the only way the capitalism uh, and the capitalists can keep themselves at the top, um, is to, you know, distract us from uh, the real enemy, which is the people that make money off our labour, um, that make the laws that racially oppress us, um, that, you know, fund and organise the police to lock us up, that build the prisons uh, that, you know, Aboriginal people rot in. Um, those are the real enemies. Um, those are the people that we need to, to you know, tear down and organise against. It's interesting. There's a big sign up there that says "Land Back," which I guess is also it's a material politics. Hey, you've got this a kind of realm of the symbolic and voice to parliament. I guess was a kind of example of that. Of like, oh, we want to do things Aboriginal people, but land back's a very thing. Of material politics of like you know we need a, a way to live a concrete way to live is that important for for you and the mob organizing this absolutely uh, you know we Aboriginal people um, you know it have always existed in Australia uh, you know second-class citizens we've had our economic rights uh, removed 
we've had our rights to property removed, um, we've had our resources and property removed. Uh, you know, we're not asking for something that we never owned, we're asking for something that we owned all of. Uh, this whole continent uh, always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Uh, we want it back and, you know, I think that that scares uh, a lot of colonisers and capitalists because the way that they got the land was through genocide and uh, brutality um, and oppression um, and they don't realise that, you know, we want this land, um, you know, so that our people can, you know, live, live a life that, you know, is free of prisons and, you know, poverty and, you know, we can't do that until we actually have resources and control those resources. Um, this rally is interesting because it's been advertised as Magungeon, which I think is a first for any Invasion Day rally that I've seen. For a long time, people have talked about the Aboriginal name for this place being Mianjin, but there's been a, a change. Um, can you tell us about that? As I understand it, uh, Magungeon um, is the correct name for this particular spot where we are on the Brisbane River. Um, I think when we're learning these names of cities, you know, we learn names like uh, Mianjin and Boraloo and Nam. I think that we always have to be open to learning more. And I think that that's what we're trying to do here. Um, we were told by traditional owners uh, that McGunshan was the proper name, not Mianjin. Um, you know, so we wanted to, uh, you know, show that, show that even uh, radicals need to learn sometimes. All right, and the, the rally here is going to the cricket, is that right? We're going to, um, part of the rally today is going to go and um, have a presence at the cricket, is that right? Yes, there will be a group uh, breaking off from the rally here today uh, and heading to the cricket at Gabba Stadium. Uh, there's, you know, a game that is going to get international attention um, and, you know, we want to bring uh, our struggle to that, to that, to that attention. Um, we will be doing our regular march to Musgrave Park, um, but, you know, we'll be, we'll be watching the news closely to see how the mob who are heading to the Gabba are faring. It's a long tradition, eh, in Brisbane as well as other places, using Commonwealth Games, sporting events and that to get a message across. Definitely. Um, you know, I think that Australia likes to have these events, like the Commonwealth Games, uh, like the cricket between Australia and India or the West Indies, um, to try and show how multicultural, uh, you know, we are as a nation. But, you know, the truth is that we're one of the most racist countries in the world. Uh, Australia is a country that presides over the most incarcerated First Nations population. Um, so, you know, these international, international sporting events are, you know, a great place to bring attention to that. And what we see also is, you know, from historical examples like South Africa and from more recent examples like uh, the 
the solidarity that's been shown globally with Palestine, um, it's obvious that people can make these connections um, across borders. So, you know, we want to um, we want to work with mob all over the world, and you know, we are we we understand that we are part of a global struggle against capitalism and colonialization. All right, good on you, Sam. Thanks, bro. <laughs> Thank you. That was Sam Watson, Sam Wybra Watson, uh, the grandson of uh, Sam Watson, speaking with Andy Payne from 4ZZZ. 4ZZZ covered the entire event, and uh, I like I like to send a big shout out to the crew that put that all together and did the uh, the crossover from Queens Park and on the march that followed down to. Uh, Musgrove Park and to the Brisbane Cricket Ground, the Gabba, where Australia was playing the West Indies. So let's hear now from Wayne Coco Wharton about what the strategy is, given that in the referendum, which he also argued for a no vote, given that that uh, no vote was a resounding, especially in Queensland, was a resounding vote for the racists. Let's hear what, um, what Coco has to say marching on the fucking Gabba. Usman Kawaja got pulled over the coals by a white racist fucking cricket board. They knew that this test, this bullshit test that they put onto the gay was to insult our people on this day. Hey, that's not cricket. The black line in Australia over the next 12 months will oppose any international sporting event that comes to this fucking country. And if you can't go to jail, fund the front line so the Warriors can go to jail. Tear down the house, brother. Tear down the house. Finally, the, the song that most represents the Brisbane Blacks and this whole area of southeast Queensland Gurriendanami was sung by Mood. He, he sung it twice, actually, once at Queen's Park and then again with the dancers at Musgrave Park. And there was an interesting thing that happened there. Just before Mood led the, uh, the corroboree with his clapping his boomerangs together and singing beautifully, as he always does, and explaining so carefully the meanings of all the dancers. Um, if you looked at the, the platform that in front of him, Someone had rearranged those letters that originally spelt land back at Queen's Park and they had changed them around so they put the, they took the L from the land and they put it in, in, in behind the B and it spelt black and. They were probably looking for another L, uh, hoping that um, Beck Dowling had made another paper mash AL so that they could say black land. And that always reminded me of the 1982 Commonwealth Games protests where in the big sign of Musgrave Park, they, they crossed that out with red paint and they wrote over it Aboriginal land. So let's go and have a listen to Mudge. That's Lionel Fogarty's son. And hear him sing that beautiful song of respect and of the, the, the spirit of this whole land here. The song here is about respect. It's about sharing and it's about caring. It's a time that we used to do it. We used to go up there at the time we collect the bunyanuts. We share them all out. We share each other's song and dance. We share each other's love. In the movements of the dance, <coughs> you'll see them picking up the bunyanuts 
and cheering them out. You see a part in the middle, they put their arms out. It's about acknowledgement, it's about respect. You see a part where they put their hands out like this and they bring their hands back in. That's about giving out love, basically, and getting that love to come back in. A reciprocal thing. Before we start doing this song and dance here, on behalf of all of us, on not behalf, I'd like to say, from us terrible people, for all these ones that have traveled from other nations or traveled from overseas, I don't like to say Australian, I like to say all sailian, because they're coming on a big sail and they're the all sailian. Or all planians now, eh? you might not be all planian, you might have planned it in here. But any way you got here, we like to say thank you for showing up, right? Yo way. In our way for thank you, we say yo way. So we're gonna crack it off for you, Gurring and Nami. Gonna ask all of these crobby ones here and all of the children to get up to the front and lead the way. So after we dance, if you can make a pathway here, that's heading back that way, <coughs> for all the ones that are coming over there, back to, I like to say the MP, the official members of the parliament are there. I'm over there with Chuchin Akuru, love. We'll meet you over there soon, Chuchin Akuru. Go, Chuchin Amilpita. Go! Carring in the Nami, Jujamo Berono, Carring in the Nami, Jujamo Berono, Carring in the Nami, Jujamo Berono, so that's it another invasion day 2024 with the slogan land back and solidarity with palestine let's go out with a song it's beautifully sung by Emily Waramara. The song is Black Boy, written by Banner Laurie from The Coloured Stone, and a brilliant song, beautifully sung. Ba-dum-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da
Ba-dum-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da